What is up, everybody? Welcome into Cheers from the Press Box. You all recognize this familiar voice. Brennan Tassif, your host, is back after a hiatus, vacation, taking care of some business. Joined, as always, by my co-host, the one, the only, Joe Dorville. What's up, man? What's going on, Brennan? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I mean, well you rested. Took, took one week off. You know, it's shocking that we've gone over a year now, and that was the first time one of us has taken a day off. Yeah, and that was it. Was interesting only to the point where it's very much like I can't take like you know what I mean. Like it's mm-hmm. like there's no days off, man. Because I remember I had so much going on, and I was on very little sleep, and uh, Chloe was just not doing well, our little pupper. And I was like, hey, man, like Savannah's <laughs> out of town. I'm like, I, I don't know if I can. You're like, don't worry about it, man. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. what are we going to do? We, we, brought Greg. Back, uh, we brought back our producer from the dead right before Halloween. Perfect yeah, timing. there you go. <laughs> Apropos. Um, so for those of you who are uh, new to the show, quick rundown. Uh, first, we're going to go through the uh, main topics in all the major sports of the week this past week, which means the NFL uh, NCAA football. We do have some World Series talking there. Then we'll get to the quick hits where Joe and I will go back and forth with three to five questions for each other. After that, it's the walk off, which is a short essay portion. Or we'll just talk about random stuff. And then we will peddle our wares in the press conference. But we're going to start this week the same way we do every week. Joe. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right. Dun, 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 dun. NFL. We're talking NFL, baby. Joe, yeah. do you know what time it is? Um, I hope I know what time it is. Time for the game of the week. Game of the week. <laughs> game of the week. Tennessee, Indianapolis in Indy. Mm. AFC South on the line. Yes. In the dome. What, what do they call in, it now? Is it Lucas Oil? It's not Lucas Oil. Yeah, I think anymore. it's still Lucas Oil Stadium. Lucas, okay. What was the old one? Um, what did RCA you, uh, who the fuck knows? <laughs> it's always bought by these corporations. It's called the Jim Irsay Dome. Ow! Ooh. So the Titans end up pulling this Don't one off. 34-31 in overtime. Your boy, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Derrick Henry, held to under 100 yards, broke mm-hmm. his foot, out for a while now, getting surgery. Yep. Six to ten what weeks. did you... Weird. What did you take away from this game? Do you think the Colts are back in it? Your boy Carson Wentz, that is your account. What it? What it? <laughs> um, trust me, I, I feel like I've seen that left hand pick uh, a thousand times in my right? head in right? an Eagles uniform. Um, you know, the it's almost like thing. he was possessed, like he had to throw that or toss. He it. couldn't help himself. He was like, "I've gone yeah. too long without an interception. I have to." He's like, "Yeah, I hear you have it." He was like, I threw that one last week when it, but they ruled it a fumble for some reason. Um, so a, a random tangent here. So watching the Eagles, uh, Detroit game. I don't know if you caught any of that. Um, yeah, I caught some of it when I went to go get lunch. That was the main game on the television. Really? That's upsetting. I was going to say, if yeah. you were watching Red Zone, you probably saw a little bit of it because they kept flashing to us because 44 points. Well, I was going to say, they have to show every touchdown and you um, guys scored a lot of touchdowns. But in that game, that was like one of the only games where I saw both the uh, both opposing teams in like the military garb already, because usually that's safe for November. But both of them did it. It was the last day of October or whatever. And all I could think was we're not getting camo Wentz. So whenever they went to this game, I was like, is he going to wear his camo sleeve? Because usually he wears his camo sleeve. He didn't wear the camo sleeve. And I was like, hmm, is that going to end now that he's not in Philly? Or is he waiting for November proper? Um, But no, the Colts. That's that's what you took away from this game. That's all I took away from this game. (laughs) I was like, where's the camo sleeve? Um, But the Colts, the Colts look, the Colts look as good as I predicted early on in the season. But they can't close out games. Um, they can't consistently close out games. Um, you alluded to it already. Derrick Henry got a foot injury. Derrick Henry, a man amongst men, amongst men, the men amongst men, the man amongst men, uh, broke his foot, went out for like two plays, and then came back and played the rest of the game on a broken foot. Yep. What the hell? He carried the ball twenty-seven times after he broke his foot. Yeah, 
That's so, that's insane. Only had 68 yards, but obviously he was playing on a broken foot. AJ yeah. Brown is back true to form for the Titans. Uh, we were kind of wondering where he went uh, the last couple of weeks because he would make big plays, but he wasn't being consistent. 10 receptions for 155 yards and a tutty. Um, I don't know why I keep saying tutty now. Uh, I, I texting it all the time. It's, it's the funniest thing ever. Um, he looked okay. He saw the two picks. Um, one of them wasn't his two. fault, though. Carson Wentz, like you already alluded to. The thing I wanted to bring up was Tennessee is a very up and down team. Mm. They lost to the Jets, and they've had some games where, like, hey, maybe they win the by, Jets are Giants slayers. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, but I, I, um, <laughs> I honestly thought the Colts were going to be good. This year, I, th- I thought they were going to be at least okay, but they've been a mess. And then the Titans are just be good. up because and down. Have they played you guys yet? The Colts? No, we haven't played the Colts yeah, yet. So they got two games against you guys, and they got another game against you. Hey, Houston, ask the so. Dolphins how easy that is. Ow! Well, um, Dolphins might not be that good. <laughs> Yeah, and that we were <laughs> we both were off on that so one. So wrong on that. <laughs> we were ten wins so last wrong. year. Brian Flores, like here we go. Two is gonna have another year. year in his oh Ooh. my god! Yeah. Like, anyway, uh, Titans. I think uh, without Derrick Henry. So you heard they brought in Adrian Peterson. Yes, I seen that they brought Adrian Peterson. Um, I don't think I he, don't. I don't think that's where it stops though. No, but okay. So this is going to go one of two ways. Either they're going to collapse and implode on themselves because Derrick Henry is the focal point of that offense, even with the play action pass and everything like that. Or I'm going to be right and they're going to plug in another running back and he's going to have production. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, I mean, he's not Derrick Henry, but still he's getting the job done. And I'm going to sit on here and go, I told you, I told you, I told you. Uh, right. What is that line from Half Bay? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool and fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> but I don't think they will have the level of production. Derrick Derrick Henry was having an unprecedented run this year so far. I don't think whoever they plug and play one. I don't think it's going to be just one person. I don't think AP is going to tote the rock singly. No, it's not going to be AP. AP is not even going to start. Yeah, They're going to find gonna someone. AP is going to be a touchdown vulture. Um, he's going to come Morris goal line. is uh, on he's the yeah, he's unsigned right now. He's a free oh, agent. He got, I thought he was brought back by the Giants. He was he was brought in by the Giants, let go by the Giants, brought back by the Giants, and then let go again by the Giants. Wow, fuck the Giants. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I don't think I don't think you'll be able to have the last laugh here because I don't think anybody will have the same level of production as Derrick Henry. I no, I agree with you. It's not going to be the same level of production, but I think they're going to get by just fine with whoever they put in there, which is. But is I mean, that, it, it's a moot that, point. But, but that's that's not because they could plug in anybody for Derrick Henry. It's because they've built a line that is sustainable. They went and got Julio Jones to pair next to AJ Brown. So, so even, Julio's I, I see what you're, I see what you're doing Hill. here. <laughs> you 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 have a feeling I'm going to be right. So you're trying to cover all your bases now. So you could be I, like, no, I said the line. I said it was the line. I'm not saying that I don't want you to rewrite, but I'm saying I don't want you to be right because you can't just discard <laughs> players that are great like Derrick Henry. I'm just saying, I think that another Whoever running back's going to come in. is not going to have three, tut- three tutties a game. <laughs> a buck no, 60, I agree with you there. And I, also, I do think you're right that it's going to be like a running back by committee, but I think they're going to get just as much production as far as the other, the teams they play are going to have to respect the run enough to where the play action pass, which is Ryan Tannehill's best performance is in the play action pass. They're going to have to respect it I don't think they're going to respect it the same level because when Derrick Henry's back there, we'll damn near, they put damn near nine in the box and they yeah, say we true. live with whatever. They do load the box. <laughs> they put, they put, you've heard of eight in the box. Adrian Peterson used to do it eight in the box. They put nine in the box. They bring a safety down. Yeah. They're like, you guys figure bring both it safeties out. Down. Yeah. <laughs> you guys back there. An extra linebacker. Figure it out. All right. right. So, we'll see what happens with Tennessee moving forward. They're going to win the AFC South, though, unless my Jags can go on a big run. That's never moving on. Could the Colts come back is the big question. No. Michael Pittman looked Colts. great. Yeah, he did. Um, but Tyler Taylor snake snake looks bitten. great. Went to Snakebitten. He's been to a playoff before. Yeah, and you remember when he was on the team when they won the Super Bowl? I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't allude to that run. I said he's been to a playoff. Oh, you're talking about yeah that year that they went. What was it like eight and eight or like nine and nine seven? And, nine and seven. Nine, That's what actually, I remember. That was like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Okay. He did play one of the playoff runs because that's when he got hurt and then Josh McCown came in. And then I 
Josh we, McCown. I went back to my tweet. <laughs> I went back to my tweet from that preseason because that preseason, Nate Sudfield ended up getting hurt. Something you'll never hear me say, folks. I went back to my tweet <laughs> from that preseason. Because in that preseason, nuts, Nate Sudfield got hurt and then... Um, <laughs> Charleston Thurston, Hurston the fourth for whatever who we drafted out of Northwestern that year ended up uh, playing for some of the preseason. I tweeted right then and there. I was like, this is the time to go get Kaepernick to put on the bench in case of a situation. The Eagles, you brought in, you brought in a guy who was killing dogs and people weren't happy about it. You could bring in a guy who is quote unquote, the revolutionary and just have him sit in case of situation with Wentz, we had already traded Nick Foles to you guys in Jacksonville. And then we signed Josh McCown. And then that's McCown? who we have to run within the playoff after Wentz gets his head slammed into the turf. I would never forgive them for not reading my tweet and doing what I said and signing 44 year old Josh McCown, who was McCown. a fucking head, head high school football coach at that time. He was doing double duty. He couldn't read the entire playbook because he had to go teach his kids how to run a uh, wing T for Speaking of smashing your head, um, Ryan Tannehill. Uh-huh. I almost forgot to say, Ryan Tannehill did smack his head pretty hard. Was in concussion protocol, but should be good for next week. Moving on. Well, Cincinnati. That game, so. What did you... um? Did you want to preview next this coming game? I didn't want to preview this coming game, but did I was you know that Cincinnati played in, the Jets? Did you know that going into this game against the Jets, Cincinnati was one in the AFC? Yeah, I did know that, and then I also knew that um, the refs were paid to rob Cincinnati <laughs> of this game. No, 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 no. I don't know if you know, Brennan, but Pembroke Prop Pembroke. Pembroke, I, on, I never it. say because I Pembroke. Pembroke Pines sits on the line. I, I, I don't really love Pembroke it that much. Pines, baby. It tries Pembroke to claim Dade zone. County, but it's not Dade the County. White it's Lotus County. Um, but yes, Pembroke Out Pines, of Western oh, Kentucky, formerly of the Sun Belt, the White Lotus. White Mike went and had himself. Mike White. Mike White. I said what I said. White Mike. <laughs> Went out and had himself a ball When they were game. talking about, they were chanting his name. I go, that's not a good look. That's bad optics. <laughs> white, white, white. <laughs> yeah. Threw for 405 yards. Uh, Jets fans screaming white. They're the second their rookie. Owners supported. Or not rookie. You know second. Um, <laughs> second person to throw for over 400 yards in a in their very first start in the NFL. Do you know the first? Um, Cam Newton. There you go. There you were going to get that one. Um, Took me a second. But yeah, he, uh, Zach Wilson out. Zach Wilson trade rumors. Zach Wilson. Mo Salah was asked. Mo Salah did it again. The soccer guy. Robert Salah was asked if, uh, is Mike, is it Mike White's team? He said, hey, everything's day to day. We'll assess it day to day. The NFL, baby. mm, Um, Best building. I did hear about this from a scout. Uh, not personally, From but I heard scout. a scout talking about you have, you it. You have on Mike a, White intel? <laughs> so apparently Mike White, because Western Kentucky is formerly the Sun Belt. That's where oh, FAU dear. was before we moved up. So it's a Division One team, but it's a it's a smaller Division One team that no one's ever heard of until they play in a random bowl game. And everyone's like, oh, this is a D1 team. Um, And I understand that because I went through the same thing at FAU. But Western Kentucky played against Alabama yes. a couple years ago, and Mike White apparently had a really good game. This is his junior year. So going into his senior year, he made he made like seven or eight throws in that Alabama game where people were like, watch out. He's playing against Alabama. Those are like NFL corners, like, mm-hmm. and he's playing real well. So then going into his senior year, a couple of scouts were like, watch out for this Mike White guy. And then he was just... The starting quarterback of Western Kentucky. So you kind of just like, you know what I mean? Like everyone's like, oh, he's a top 10 pick. He's this, he's that. And then he was the quarterback of Western Kentucky. So it kind of fell out of favor. And then everyone forgot about him. Gets drafted by the Cowboys, loses that job to Cooper Rush, ends up getting picked up by the Jets. And then the White Lotus comes out to play. White Mike comes out and makes his name sake. Um, funny um, stat. I, I, go ahead. ahead. No, you got it. I thought Cincinnati was robbed in this game. That helmet to helmet. Yeah. uh, You know what I'm talking about? There were a lot of loosey goosey, like roughing calls. And I just thought 
I mean, Cincinnati should never put themselves in that position in the first place. Yeah, I was obviously, say, there was like they got two picks. They only got ten points off of those two picks. They were in the red zone. It felt like every third time, and they knocked Mike White out. He came back after Josh Johnson, who keeps getting randomly signed by teams. Yep. Um, and they allowed him to come back and make a couple plays and get and Michael Carter. They could not. They couldn't figure out how to stop him in the in the flat. <laughs> and I do think this is a real thing. So I know we joke about it. Um, like, oh, you know, they say there's no film on him, whatever. Just go out and play football, blah, blah, blah. But Zach Wilson's style of play is very reckless. Go for the deep ball, linger on his first read, like try to push the ball down the field. And Cincinnati's defensive game plan, you could tell, was obviously designed to stop that. They're playing a lot of cover two or excuse me, a lot of like deep, deep thirds cover three, not a whole lot in the flat. They're basically giving the Jets the underneath stuff to be like, you're not going to beat us deep because that's what Zach Wilson does. But then it's it's Mike White who plays a totally different style. He's very check down, play it safe, you're, you're, you're dump it to the flat. You're stat here. This is amazing. I'm just saying it's it was crazy to me how this basically mirror image of Zach comes in and it's not totally fucked yeah, a mirror. It's opposite. When you look in a mirror, it's, everything's reversed. Okay. To me, a mirror mirror image is like, oh, wow. It, who? Uh, what did Shaq say? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it all around, make a 360 degree turn. Uh, <laughs> to me, a mirror but, image is more like, oh wow, Cam Newton and Josh Allen are like the mirror image of each other. Like, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so an opposite. Okay, so then a quarterback comes in who's the opposite. Wow. Um, and it just totally f- screwed Cincinnati over. Like, they just were not prepared for it. 405 yards in a first start from a guy out of Western Kentucky, Pembroke Pines only. God, now you got me yeah, fucking it Yeah, it's, a, it's a difficult one. I hate it. But um, what I was going to say, so Mike White, 405 yards, all that good stuff. 82 yard, 82% completion. 82% yep. completion. The first time somebody had 82% completion yards with only 3.7 air yards. God. <laughs> and for those of you listening who don't know what that means, that means the ball traveled on average 3.7 yards in the air. Barely got past the uh, line of scrimmage. I was going to say, once you do a, once you drop back, that's barely, yeah, at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So that's going to be your quarterback moving forward, Jets. Let's talk about Cincinnati, Baltimore, because that's coming up this week. That's the crazy thing, because Cincinnati just came off that big game where they beat Baltimore. They go into a bye, and then they have a super letdown game after people are like, maybe, maybe. uh, I'm really really hoping how the fortunes of Cincinnati have been turned around. We're no longer longer basically the Detroit Lions where we're going to lose all these big games, and then they fucking lose this meaningless game. Yeah, I'm hoping that some of the Cincinnati players come out, like Trey Hendrickson, you know, big leader on that team. I'm hoping some of them come out and say, um, you know, we thought it was the Jets. We thought we were going to roll them. And then this is, I, I say this constantly. They and I say that, Britain. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, I, I want to hear them be like, if we're going to be a good team, then we have to, you know, fix. We, we got to take everyone seriously. We have oh, to okay. fix the little things yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, because a lot of times in the past, it would be but like, oh, well, we're Cincinnati. We're, the know. offense is not like the offense yeah. was anemic. I mean, they should have taken more advantage of some situations, but the defense giving up 34 to the Jets. And that's what I was going to say. The Jets apparently are world beaters because they beat the Titans. They've beat Cincinnati. What do the Jets have? What special serum do they have to beat the good teams? <laughs> Uh, I do like the fact that the Jets do beat some of these really good teams only because it proves my point that it's the NFL. Everybody's good. Like, let's all just calm down. Um, Also, the uh, Jamar Chase pick. I know I've openly admitted that I, you know, that was a good pick. Good for them. But that offensive line is getting him is getting Joe Burrow killed. Killed. I mean, he's running around an awful lot. That's all. I mean, but the question is, was Pede Sewell better or was Rashad Slater better? You said no, Rashad, Rashad Slater. Rashad Slater. Slater. You mentioned yeah, him. He's the and number he's one been pick. A yeah, world yeah. beater. Yeah, he's the man, the myth, the legend, Rashad Slater. Speaking of world beaters, Dallas Cooper Rush. Da, 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 da. 
cannot believe so this. So this was the Sunday night game, Dallas and Minnesota. It's in Minnesota in that big, beautiful new stadium. Uh, Dak Prescott was a scratch right before the game started. Yep. And I um, thought I was which, smart. I ended up caging my pick them and they've still fucking lost. Minnesota sucks ass. Um, oh, yeah. So. Cooper to Cooper. Who saw that coming? Huh? My Cooper goodness. rushed uh, Amari Cooper. No, but uh, Dallas comes into this game, uh, relied a little bit heavy on the run game. Uh, their defense played really well. Defense a played lot amazing. of ticky tack fouls, uh, especially towards the end of the game. There was so Minnesota was down by what was it? Three. And then there were four or something like that. I just remember on that final drive or second to last drive. They had a roughing the passer mm. for Gregory, which was not at like he literally like, did you see it? Like he like put his arm around him, like as he was throwing the ball and kind of just brought him down and they threw the flag for roughing the passer. Then there was a uh, Vander Esch got a uh, roughing or excuse me, a late hit because apparently forward progress had stopped. And then there was another roughing the passer, same kind of thing, where like as Kirk was throwing the ball, they hit him, and they were called roughing the passer. So you're saying the fix was in. This and was all on the final lost. drive. <laughs> exactly. This was all on the final drive to get them to take the lead, and then they end, They still ended up losing. They ended up with a field goal. Yep. They ended up with a field goal, and then they allowed Cooper Rush... To go and score a tutty. <laughs> now, I thought it was super cool because Brashard, his whole family was in the his whole, yeah, uh, stands. You love a you love a cut to a family shot. The dad, oh, I is, love that cut he, to he, a, he, Nothing gets me and you big teddy bears like us sympathetic teddy bears with uh, dad issues that nothing yeah, like, nothing they like that. Nothing like that gets us more. Uh, uh, okay, all right. I wanted the Cowboys to lose, but this is a really cute moment. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I was and he's super from excited. like the Michigan area. He's from up north or yep. whatever. So yeah, went to central. Uh, went to Michigan State or Central Michigan. Central Michigan, Michigan State. Central Michigan. Okay, Central um, Michigan. Yeah, he couldn't even pick a direction. He picked this neutral. But um, <laughs> but uh, oh, that's all I was gonna say. So Vikings lose on a. Cooper to Cooper. Do you know what's funny about this? Uh, I assuming you're going to tell me the stat about how this is the first time this has ever happened. I was going to say what was funny was the fact that Amari Cooper was on the sideline trying to work out his hamstring and then went in and scored a touchdown. That was bizarre, by the way. But no, that's not what I was going to say. That's not what I was going to say. Both of those things. I was going to say, if you remember last year, the Vikings lost to the Cowboys on a Dalton to Dalton. Oh, did they? Andy Dalton to Dalton Schultz. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so the Vikings need to stop playing the Cowboys when they don't have Dak in there because no one has the same name as him, and they might have a chance. And then they might have a chance. That's <laughs> what it is. But uh, uh, Breland, out. Bichard Breland had a pick that he should have caught, and then it ended up being a double oh, yeah. amazing pass to Mark Cooper. But I think Mike Zimmer should be fired. Last year... You play, you underperform like a motherfucker. This year, you lose to Cooper Rush. Your quarterback has, you guys only put up 13 points. No one knows to, who's calling the offensive plays? Because on the final drive, they didn't throw it out. They didn't throw a post to the, to the, to out of bounds, a corner or anything. Everything was like within the numbers and so they had to keep spiking the ball and then they weren't able to spike the ball it's like hey we got to run a play it, they seem so disconjointed so so discombobulated and, and that then, offense should be a lot better they have countless they have all the players. skill talents they have all the skill yeah. talents everybody was Justin healthy Jefferson Adam Thielen Dalvin Cook they should be better Zimmer defensive quote-unquote wizard can't stop anybody Cooper Rush At was able all. to drive down the field for a game-winning drive. That should never be able to happen. 325 yards in your for a guy who's stadium. been in the league for four years and never could get on the field. Like Ben DiNucci started over this guy last year. Yep. Um, I did want to throw this out there. So we all know Kirk Cousins called his own number uh, as far Kirk. as his contract and stuff. He has seventy million of dead cap on the books this year. So like, if they were to cut him, they lose seventy million in the cap. Next year, it's forty-two million. Damn. And then he's done after twenty twenty-two. But like, Legend they're pretty the much break. stuck with him. Yeah. But I mean, we said the same thing about Nick Foles, and then the Jags got rid of him. So we'll see. 
Yeah. It's, he's the most mediocre quarterback that has ever existed. Nick Foles or Kirk Cousins? No, Kirk Cousins. Nick Foles is a okay. legend. He has a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Big Nick. Big Dick Nick. Super Bowl <laughs> champ. One more round. So, Brennan, New Orleans, yeah. Tampa Bay. Camps go down. Some Trevor Sivian. Brady can't beat the Saints in the regular seasons for reasons I cannot yeah, what tell is, you. What is going on here? So weird. I think in his four, his, this is his third game against the Saints since third, taking yeah. over Tampa. Then three games, he's four for four, four touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, I believe he threw like, what, two or three yesterday? It was insane. Um, so, yeah. Uh, James got knocked out. Trevor Simeon came in, took the game, and won the game. And then Brady to threw a couple back-breaking interceptions at the end of the game. Um, yeah, two in the fourth quarter. I think this is just a blimp in the radar. Um, New Orleans, we'll talk about it later, but they're going to have to do something. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. Trevor Simeon comes in, and then they go to this uh, old-school smash mouth, three guys in the backfield, all with the number 40 on Alvin Kamara, but that doesn't count. But then they've got two fullbacks back there. Um Speaking of numbers, see, uh, Mark Ingram fourteen. Hate it, hate it, hate it. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it at all. Either do a single digit or do big boy numbers. Don't do four. That's weird. Uh, I, uh, he hates I it too, was, con- I was confused by this only because, uh, what's what is the uh, corner's name? The one who always gets in fights. He's got Gardner, four names. Gardner yeah. Minshew Plaza. No, nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's interesting to me because uh, Gardner Johnson. So they're missing Antonio Brown. Yeah, and g- the pick that we had, they had later on. The Saints got on Brady. That's a play that they practice. Like, and if you had Antonio Brown in there, he knows to drive up the field, pull the corner with him, take the pressure away, so then it opens up the underneath. But in this case. The I forget who was in there for Antonio Brown since he didn't play, but he didn't do that. He just ran the route as it was as he was supposed to, and then Gardner, Shane Gildress Alexander <laughs> got Gildress the uh, Alexander. interception. Yeah. Uh, but that's something that they practice, uh, like you said, Tom Brady. The fucking Saints are the Tom Brady killers. Uh, I don't understand. Only in the regular season. Only in the right. Yeah, I don't understand how this happens. So it was a good game. Interesting game. It ruined a lot of uh, gamblers this week. Gambler. One more round. All right. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. The Baker Mayfield's hurt. Just heads up for everybody. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's really hurt. Uh, Pittsburgh. Big Ben got his lucky. You know, one or two plays a game, he'll have these like, you know, Claypool will go up and make a, an amazing grab. He got that. Uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh's done, as I've said, but don't tell what? Mike Tomlin no. that. What? <laughs> Pittsburgh is done. This is a weird aberration of a game. Pittsburgh Cleveland's got injuries. Three. Cleveland's down. Pittsburgh has playoff aspirations right now. We might need to apologize. I'm not. No, not until week 15. <laughs> then we'll see where we're at. Pittsburgh's done. I am I called it. Big Ben looked terrible. I looked like I was right for the first four weeks of the season. Now, all of a sudden, Big Ben looks like Big Ben of old, and I refuse to believe it. He doesn't look like Big um, Ben of old, but he looks competent enough with the defense that's stellar. Yeah. That, yeah, our defense is always stellar. I think Baker needs to sit. Uh, they play the the Detroit Lions in three weeks. His contract is coming to a close. So maybe say, sit for three weeks, get yourself healthy, week. then come out against the Lions three and make weeks, a big sit play. For three weeks? Does he have three weeks to sit? Where will they be in three weeks? Who do they play in the middle of those three weeks? Uh, but that's what I'm saying is he wants to play because he's like super hyper competitive, and I respect that. But as far as his money, if he keeps playing, they're they're just they just might not pay him. They might just be like, all right, thanks for you know your I'm service. Saying, See you later. Do they have three weeks as a team to spare? They got oh, I'm s- saying Baker needs to not worry about the team aspect right now. Whoa. He needs to take three weeks off, come out, play really well. They'll re-sign him, and then we'll get it next year. Brendan, when you, o- you uh, only play Odell for the Beckham team. is off this team. No, I'm, I'm not saying I would do that. I'm saying from his financial standpoint, they got to get Jarvis Landry and uh, OBJ off this team. The, but but it's for the you have to sacrifice your body. For Did you the, see Jarvis Landry the two I'm, drops I'm that doing he a had? Bit because I'm doing my, I'm doing my Brendan impression because no I'm I know about I, team and I completely we're talking about the team what I'll, team I'll talk about sacrificing for the team my walk off that's uh, remember the Titans 
I've told you I've never seen it. They don't block for him with a plug nickel, and you know it. Nobody plays. Um, quick aside. How did you feel when uh, Mike Tomlin scoffed at the USC job? Oh, I loved it. Thank Love you. Mike Tomlin. I don't know why people even bring up his name. He's a super. He quotes Gladiator. Of course, I love Mike Tomlin. I was just wondering because everybody was like, "Oh, he shouldn't be." A One, there's not many black head coaches in the league. You think he's just gonna walk out of a job that he's been at for almost nearly twenty years now? Two, how many Super Bowl head coaches have then gone on to coach in college? Yeah, like even that's if the we dis- dumbest thing, even to if we disregard up. race, the fact is he's a fucking <laughs> phenomenal NFL coach. Why would he be like? He's yeah, a you super know what? I'm gonna go down head coach. I'm gonna go deal with some yeah. kids and their parents. Why would you be? Yeah, why would you be like? You know what? I, I this whole paying players and like getting the guys I want in free agency and being a part of a an established franchise. This isn't for me. I'm gonna go try to fucking rebuild a destroyed USC program. Like the goal of some people, it's insane. One more round. I know this is yours. I just want to say I really hated the navy blue Chargers uniforms. I don't know why you hated those. There were no problem. Powder blue, baby. Powder blue. You can't powder blue it every week. Um, but they played like a bunch of baby powder. Yeah, they played like some powder blues. But anyways, um, I think Brendan Joey Bosa one pressure in thirty pass th- rush attempts. I think I was, I think I was right. I think I, I think I apologized too soon on Justin Herbert. The, since I've apologized to Justin Herbert, the last two games was him getting destroyed by the Ravens and then getting it stuck to him by the New England Patriots. Maybe the Chargers aren't the playoff team that we were starting to think they were. Maybe they Bill Belichick the has his beaters. number. Come on. Come <laughs> Maybe on. Maybe they on. aren't the world beaters that we attributed them. Maybe Brandon Staley is just a first-year head coach that had got lucky a couple times by going forward on fourth. And then he went forward on fourth in his own like 15 in the second quarter, got stuffed by the Ravens, and he had them in the same sense. Maybe it's just a game of inches, and maybe you get lucky sometimes. Herbert, you're looking real pedestrian. I'm taking my apology back until you start playing well again. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. We pump the brakes is what I said before. We all need to pump the brakes, all right? He's not the next. He's not the second coming. He has the hair like Jesus, but it doesn't mean he's Jesus. He has the hair That's like not even Jesus. the hair like Jesus. I, 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 I have a black Jesus in my household. <laughs> One more round. Just so everyone knows, that game was 24-27. It wasn't like this crazy blow. Hey, I'm just saying. It felt like a crazy blow. Oh, right. <laughs> Speaking of a close game, Kansas City taking on the Chiefs. Well, actually, it was the Chiefs. Yeah, Kansas City Kansas taking, taking on, on the Chiefs. Okay. That's what I, yeah, I know. <laughs> taking on the Giants. Taking on the moniker of it. the Chiefs to, to and, play the game. <laughs> all right, so this is Monday Night Football. We normally don't talk about Monday Night Football, but we are recording a little late due to scheduling conflicts. The Giants lose to the Chiefs 17-20. Uh... What what can you say? Patrick Mahomes threw the ball almost 50 times, had uh, 29 completions. This is the, the Giants are decimated by injury and to only lose by three points to the juggernaut that is the Chiefs. I'm going to quote Mike Wilbon here. I know I said I'm going to I'm going to try to stop quoting as many people. A dynasty of one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Everyone's calling them a dynasty because they have all these fantasy players. Ask uh, the Minnesota Vikings how that works out when you have all these fantasy offensive players on your team. Uh, They look pedestrian. You just said this about Justin Herbert. I want to say that about the Kansas City Chiefs because they are not this high-flying, high-falutin offense. I remember after halftime in the third quarter, they were like, yeah, Travis Kelsey has one catch for three yards. Like, I needed that, be, by the way. I needed that. Be better. Oh, were you playing against him? Yeah, it was. Uh, another problem with Kirk Cousins, get Justin Jefferson the ball. No way to get you to end in Justin Jefferson only have two yeah, catches right. for 21 yards. And then that put me in a situation where I'm fucking hoping Travis Kelsey doesn't get 14 points. And I'm like, well, that's one fucking touchdown for him and P. Holmes going into that Monday nighter. And then, like you said, going into the third, one catch, five yards. I was like, please do not throw the ball. Then he had a fumble. This team, I told you, it's the it's the turnovers. They went from yep. they went from being the luckiest team in the No, I didn't tell you this. This was me when me and Greg discussed last week. Shout out to L producer uh, ex producer L Greg. Um they went from being, I guess, the luckiest team in the world to now being the unluckiest team. They cannot not turn over the ball. It's insane. 
Yeah, it is interesting. And a lot of people, we talked about this before, were like, oh, Patrick Mahomes is just bored, blah, blah, blah. And I said on this program several times, there is no, oh, you're bored. There is no, oh, we'll turn it on. And the Chiefs at four and four are kind of proving that because everyone thought they were going to go undefeated um, or at least be the number one seed in the AFC. That wasn't even really a question going into the season. And I sat on this program and said, not so fast. All right, Brennan, this is where I take over and talk about the upsets in college football. Um, so I try to keep it to the top 15, but I will like to shout out my Miami Hurricanes. Shout out to Tyler Van Dyke. I think we finally have a quarterback. Two back-to-back games. Dude, when I saw him, when teams. he came up on the graphic, I could not stop laughing. I was like, this guy looks like... He looks like a... Good Miami quarterback, actually. If you think about Bernie, but, but, Vinny like, Testaverde, yeah, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, like this clean-cut white kid out of yep, my exactly Van Dyke. I was like, oh, God, this is perfect. We're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just saying the same thing. Um, So first upset, not really upset, but a toppling, if you will. Uh, Michigan goes down. Michigan versus Michigan State was a big game. Uh, the, this was basically the game of who's going to beat Ohio State or lose to Ohio State later to help Ohio State yeah, right. propel their way back into the college football playoff after their loss to Oregon. Um, the crazy thing was Michigan was up like 30 to 14, and then Michigan State came back to beat them 37 30. Harbaugh Late, has to be out, right? Oh my God. He got like a contract extension last year, I think. I know. This, but this is insane. Like, He's like always six this the on last the road three seasons against. where he starts the season real well. And I, I normally don't jump in on college football, but this is just something that bothers me. He's always, he has started the last three seasons with either no losses or one loss and then just falls apart towards the end, always loses to Ohio state. And then they give him an extension. He can't be Ohio state. He barely beats Michigan state only in their down years. Um, yeah. It, it, it's, I don't know what to say about the hardball situation. I, I don't know what to say, but I, t- I looked at this game. It was like 30. It was 30 to 30. And then like with a minute left, it was 33, 30. Michigan was up. I was like, oh, it's over. I turn around. I come back. Michigan lost. I was like, what the heck? This Kenneth Walker kid, he was at Wake Forest last year. He can't be stopped. I watched him play against Miami earlier this year when they beat us. This kid can't be stopped. I don't know what he was doing at Wake Forest. I don't know why Wake Forest let him go because Wake Forest is actually having a good season. Imagine if they had this guy, but it's the most bizarre thing ever. Next yeah, game on the docket. What are you gonna do? Next game on the docket. Wisconsin finally do and Wisconsin needed to do a little late because Iowa already lost this year. Um, Iowa was ranked ninth. They already lost. Wisconsin was supposed to be Notre Dame. Kind of put that the nail channel in the channel. My inner uh, Denny Green. They are who we thought they were when it comes to <laughs> but, Iowa. Um, yeah, we are. They they are who we thought they were and who Dean thought they were. And Dean tried to walk us off the ledge, but man, we were we were being facetious. Just want to be very clear. I didn't jump. You jumped. I didn't jump. I was being facetious the entire time. I never believe in Iowa. <laughs> I don't believe in I didn't Iowa. really believe in that. I think I'm believing Iowa. Come on. Iowa. Um, and then Lane Kiffin. The black host roots for the team with the racist strength. Coach. I know. Like, you really think I'm a... Uh, when they got rid of him in Jacksonville, tried to hire him. Don't forget that. I, I will not let you forget that. Um, uh, but uh, the lane train found its uh, its destination. It got off. It was de- uh, unboarded um, in Auburn. 18 Auburn beat number 10 Mississippi. Uh, it would have been funny to have a... That was upsetting. I thought Lane was going to have a big blow. Uh, th- this is weird. This is the most I've ever talked to in college football. <laughs> I thought Lane was going to have a, a big year. Uh, I've Figured he would play real well or the team would play real well. And then he, he was going to go to LSU. That was honestly what I thought. Um, but this loss, Auburn's been up and down, losing to Penn State early. Uh, mm. This law, no SEC team should lose to a Big Ten team. Just speed. But uh, <laughs> Anyway, this was upsetting to see. I, I love Lane for what he did for the program at FAU. Because after Schnellenberger, there were some dark times there at FAU with the Bellini uh, brothers and all that kind of. It's nonsense. So Lane came in and turned it around, and now Taggart's driving it back into the ground, which is awesome. Back into the ground? I thought you guys were doing good. No, I mean, we beat UTEP, but we're like four and three on the season. Four and three on the season. God forbid 
Are, are you one of these? Are you one of these boosters, Brennan? That are, aren't happy with four and three? You're ready to get rid of the coach after four? Do you have a birthright to winning games? That's my will. Oh my god, this is so crazy! I was so I just logged on to ESPN to check something, um, and it says Orgeron, LSU quarterback Brennan to enter transfer portal. I was like, I'm oh. not going. <laughs> I forget it's an Irish last name, so a lot of people have it as a last name. And I saw Brennan, and I was like, I'm not going in the transfer portal. What are you guys talking about? Well, Brennan, can you help me transition to the next part of the show? Absolutely. It's time for our favorite segment of the week. Who's in? Who's out? Who's up? Who's down? College football releases. Um, uh, This is the official rankings come out tonight, correct? Yes, the official official rankings come out tonight. The first college football playoff rankings come out tonight, but we operate on the AP because we love journalists here. So who's in, who's out? I'm going to go with who's out first. Pittsburgh is out after losing to the University of Miami. Uh, San Diego State is out after losing to, I believe it was was it Fresno State that beat them uh, in a thriller there. Uh, and Iowa State drops back out of the top 25. Who's in? Fresno State hops in at number 25. Louisiana. They used to be the Raging Cajuns. I think they're still the Raging Cajuns, but they're no longer... What was it? Were they Louisiana Monroe or Lafayette or something? They just dropped the they dropped the uh, the city distinction and just are Louisiana now. It's very odd. Yeah. So um, it was there was Louisiana Monroe and then there was Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah. So one of them dropped the disclaimer. Louisiana is the Raging Cajuns. Okay, but I don't know which one of the directional or the, the city schools it was. But Lafayette. Anyway, Lafayette. Okay. Um, yeah. Houston is now also in the ranking. Who's up and who's down? BYU jumps up eight spots to number 18. Oh, my gosh. Uh, University of Texas, San Antonio hops up seven spots. They're number 16. Jesus. Um, Auburn hops up six spots. Michigan hops up three spots. They're still on the outside looking in because Alabama has to be in the college football playoff no matter what. Um, And Auburn, I said Auburn jumped six spots. Who's down? Uh. Iowa drops 10 spots to number 19. That's probably where they'll they'll probably drop a little more. They got, they got one more loss in them. Michigan drops three spots to number nine. And Ole Miss drops five spots to number 15. Oh, yeah, and Kentucky lost too, so they dropped six spots. All righty. Just want to throw this out there. Um, looking it up, FAU is 5-3 and three on the season after the win against UTEP. This past week in Conference USA, only one ranked team in Conference USA. That is the University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners at yes. eight and zero, undefeated. undefeated. Well, British, it's time to talk some baseball. All right, it is the World Series, ladies and gentlemen. Going into Game Six, um, so Atlanta. Gave up a huge grand slam early, mm-hmm. or Atlanta got a huge grand slam early, and then all of a sudden it was, it was four nothing, then like what was it four one, <laughs> then five two, then da 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 da. Next thing you know, game over. We're going into game six. Does it go to a game seven? That's the question I am posing to you, Joe. I think it does only because I don't really follow so much baseball, and especially these two teams, I don't really care about. Um, I think it does not, not the Dodgers go and Rays. I'll tell you that seven. much. Uh, yeah, you, you conveniently skipped it when the Dodgers lost. By the way. Um, but no, I don't think it goes to a game seven. Uh, Atlanta had the better of the two pitchers up tonight, as well as um, Houston has the better bats, though, right? Houston does have the better bats, but Houston has the worst pitcher, and Houston also pitcher is on, uh, I believe, three days rest. So, and Ooh. this is going to be like his first time ever pitching on three days rest, so he might get knocked around. Um, he might get knocked around pretty early, and then it's up to Atlanta and their pitcher. I believe it's Ian Anderson uh, going today. Um, it's up to them to hold on for dear life and not let this go at all. Um, and I think they have the capability to do it, and I think it's better that they do it on the road because they won't have the anxiety of the entire stadium um, breathing down their neck and kind of that their loser mentality. And they do not want to go to a Game 7 because if they go to a Game 7 – you best believe every sport talk show, every sport television program is going to bring up 28 to three and them letting it go. And last year's three, one against the Dodgers and letting it go. And, and, uh, uh two, were they uh, up three, one last year against the Dodgers? They were up three, one on the Dodgers last year. Yeah. And then they lost that series. Um, we're talking about Atlanta. 
Yeah, the Braves. Before the Dodgers God. got to the World Series, they were up 3-1 in the NLCS. Wow. And, and they were people, up 3-1 in this series? They were, they were up 3-1 until they lost wow. the other night. And people are also going to bring up, uh, it's not Atlanta proper, but it's Georgia. People like to bring this one up as well. But Tua in the national championship game, Georgia was up. Tua comes in, Georgia loses. So Georgia has a history of losing in very profound ways. Um and I didn't even think about this. If you up. put it all together, they yeah, especially that Super Bowl and then the oh, three one last year. Yeah, I, I live here now, so like I hear all of this. And yeah, I was gonna say if, the national media when you does lay it all out on for this. me. I'm like, oh wait a second, yeah, they have lost a lot. Yeah, they they the they're, Hawks. They're like known chokers in big situations. Oh my god, as Bomani Jones together. always says, they went to the Super Bowl, and now this is not the most recent Super Bowl, but. They went to the Super Bowl and the man of the year had been caught the night before soliciting a prostitute. Eugene the Robinson. Atlanta's man of the year? Yeah. Eugene Robinson, the man of the year in the NFL, was caught soliciting oh, yeah. a prostitute. <laughs> and that's the type of luck Atlanta has. The best quarterback they've ever had went down for dogfighting. They're, they're a snake-bitten fan base. So, Yeah. God, I didn't even think about how bad because they're always like kind of in it. So I never really. I was say in the nineties they went to like <laughs> they went to like four or five World Series and won one. Gosh, or NLCSs right. like they were perennially a great team. Well, let's go Atlanta. I'm cheering for Atlanta mainly because Houston's are cheaters. Only, only rooting for Dusty. And you'd be surprised how quick and quick Mayman hits quick hit. All right, time for the quick hits, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go quick. Quick. Rapid fire. fire. Bang, 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 bang. NFL trade deadline coming up. Von Miller traded from the Denver Broncos to the Los Angeles Rams for a second rounder and a third rounder this year. Joe, what's your takeaway? I like how it was announced. They said uh, (laughs) for two second day picks, I was like, what the hell does that mean? But, um, I heard well, that theory. It, that's I, funny because if it's not a first rounder now because yeah, of the way it's, it's scheduled, like, everything's a second day pit. Yeah, I was like, it was, but um, I, I did like the the this one theory that Sean McVay knows the world is ending soon, so he's like, "Fuck the future and just give me a Super Bowl now." <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's definitely one way, a nihilistic way to look at it. Uh, I was really moved by Von Miller um, when they talked to him in his car. Uh, he you know, was moved to tears about how Denver is the team that drafted him, the team where he came up. He's been there for the ups and the downs and it's good. He's going to be a Bronco forever. Yeah. Won a Super Bowl there. Um, was a Super Bowl MVP, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. uh, was a, uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, Aaron Donald is going to rejuvenate his career. Um, they need, uh, outside pass pressure, uh, cause Aaron Donald handles up the middle, but their edge rushers aren't, aren't a hundred percent there. I think, the attention that a lot of different guys on that defense have to get. I think this is going to rejuvenate Von Miller's career. Uh, a couple of things I want to run by you, Joe. Yes. Do you think Odell leaves Cleveland? Today Has is to. the draft deadline, by the way, six o'clock Has today. To. Has to. Yes. Okay. He has done nothing We're since getting on there. there. And then this past game, I think he had and one catch. I heard like a couple yards. of theories that Baker is purposely trying to tank his career. That's what I've heard. I, I think I heard that somewhere too. I, I don't know what the, the 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 reason behind that would be. I don't know if they have a personal beef um, prior, but it sure appears that way when you throw it to the guy one time for like six yards. I think he also dropped another pass or something. Yeah, and then Jarvis play. Landry had a couple catches, but then Jarvis Landry was drops and fumbles and all but sorts he's of stuff. Back all from right, like an the Saints. <laughs> Jameis Winston is out for the rest of the year. ACL, MCL, partial tear, full tear, respectively. Uh, do you think the Saints make him? I mean, obviously, Respected what do you think they're the going to do? Um, well, they're they're obviously going to go with the quarterback they paid fifteen million dollars, right? Taysom Hill. I mean, you don't pay a guy fifteen mil and then not expect him to be your quarterback going forward, right? That is going to go. I think. I mean, I all hats off to Sean Payton. Didn't he's he a get hurt? Quarterback, like a, but, yeah, he he's hurt, hurt too. Um. Uh-huh. I I I think if they ride, I I think they're better off riding with Trevor Simeon than they are with you Taysom think so? Hill. Uh, oh yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Simeon's a quarterback. <laughs> I, I think anybody's there in Taysom Hill, yes. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what moves they can make, though. They don't have I the mean, capital, and they're up against the cap. They they have no money. They could pick up the phone and call somebody who played for them last year who has a better hairline this year, inexplicably. Uh, Sunday Night Football, he's on the panel there. Mm-hmm. Who? Who are we talking about? Drew Brees. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Drew. Yeah, I wonder, is that possible? Can they do that? Make a call out of retirement. People have done it before. Yeah, that's true. All right, next big move, uh, Marlon Mack to Tennessee. I respect this. You respect this? I thought yeah, it was Mac- a natural... Uh, it's it's a hand and glove situation because he's been trying to get it's out of so Indy. It's so weird how we never even talk about these things and we always end up. <laughs> he's been trying to get out of Indy basically since they allowed they established that Jonathan Taylor is going to be the guy going forward and Naheem yeah, Hines. Yeah, and Marlon Mack, don't forget, like, it was two short seasons ago where he Russia. was like the man. Yeah. yeah. And then the next year they get Jonathan Taylor and then all of a sudden it and was like, Marlon oh, Mack, never mind. Like, uh, he got hurt Which like, is on the another first good play thing. of the season and then Jonathan oh, Taylor, yeah. the rookie, became the guy. God, I remember that. And it's another, just real quick, want to throw this out there. That's also good for the Titans, only because Mac doesn't have the miles that would have been put on him mm-hmm. previously. So and then, I think that's a great fit. They don't have to rely on And I think Marlon Mac is going to make me look like um, uh, Nostradamus. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. He's not anyway, the same moving on. You moved on. Not moving on you there. Have, you're hosted. Why did you you moved on? I was like, I thought we were done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were gonna play the sounder. Um there was no sound. No, quick hits, we just quick. keep it rolling. All right, quick hits. NFL recap. The Panthers are falling NHL. apart. Whoa, 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 NHL. falling apart. NHL. Uh have you addressed I I kind of just skimmed the episode last week. Have you addressed the No, because that horrific- all happened afterwards, and I will address it in my walk-off. Okay. Yeah, that was just the Panthers. Disgusting organization. Panthers. Disgusting. Do not do not lay this at the feet of my organization. Go ahead. Go. Quick. Quick hits with the Panthers. Talk it down. Panthers, uh, after the dismissal or resignation, but dismissal of Coach Quinn. Yeah, Hill. I was going to say, say that thought, for your walk-off. I thought their handling of the situation after all the news came out and not allowing them to go to the press conferences and whatnot afterwards, that was a little upsetting. But right after that, Coach Quinville went to uh, – New York to talk to the powers that be and he has stepped away from the game for the time being. Um, I'll discuss it more in my walk off, but um, won the next game immediately against the Red Wings. You've and not then, lost the game. Then we finally took an L overtime loss to the Boston Bruins ending yeah, our you haven't lost streak game of unbeaten. Um, so yeah, no losses in regulation, one loss in overtime, but Panthers still top of the nation. Yes, they and are playing really nation. well. I'm going to Talking about my lightning now, Victor Hedman with nine assists, Alex Kilgorn with seven seven goals. This is interesting. So Alex and Victor, Steven Stamkos with 12 points, five Quit. goals, seven assists. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the uh, lightning are five and three and one uh, coming for those Panthers, those dirty, dirty Panthers. Not coming um, for my Panthers. We're clean, it. clean organization, pristine. <laughs> Keep it moving. All right. What's top of the table? What's I don't even know what that top means. Top of the standings. The oh, top of the that's standings. what I thought that meant, but then I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, the Panthers are at the top of the. There's nothing. What do you mean top of the? You are the top tops. of the standings. There's other tops, but you. Yeah. I just wanted to show. Um, you. So the, the uh, Western Conference, it's the Edmonton Oilers, which I did not see coming. Calgary Flames weren't a lot of these teams in the bottom half of the the, the standings yeah, last the year. Flames. Um, yeah, it's very odd. The Knights and the Kings. I wanted to see where. So the Seattle Kraken are three and six and one. Find that interesting because when the um, Vegas Golden Knights came into the scene their first year, they dominated, and the Kraken are not not having a similar experience. Yeah, they're they're facing the backlash from the Golden Knights. Teams were basically like, we can't allow that to happen again. <laughs> yeah, ever again. All right, moving on. Uh, we will start to move this more into the uh, kickoff. Uh, but for now, with everything going on in the world of football and all that, we're just going to keep it to quick hits. NBA Roundup. 
Um, who's the more for real team? New York, I'm assuming you mean the Knicks or Chicago Chi Town dudes. Um, I think it's New York, Brennan. Uh your <laughs> you son of a bitch. Your, I wanted us to disagree. Your New York uh Knickerbockers. Um they're five and two, number three in the East right now. I think they're more the team because They've been here before. They were here last year. They made the playoffs where Chicago, two of their yeah. wins is fucking against the terrible Detroit Pistons. Um, so I can only believe that for so long. Um, but they did get a big win over Boston last night. So, um, and the, the, the question yeah, comes down great to signing. Randall's playing super well. Uh, excuse me. It was interesting because a lot of people made fun of them for those like smaller, like weird signings last year. And it turns out that might've been a good idea because it's actually playing out pretty well for them. Chicago has some of those bigger contracts, but I mean, what did we say last year? We said Chicago was going to roll into the, well, I said Chicago was going to roll into the playoffs once they made that trade. Yeah. And they didn't even make the playoffs. So (laughs) and 10 teams were there. So it's new. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's New York's until they lose it. Uh, the Celtics window, uh, do you think that is closed? Um, if not slammed shut, it is closing. They have great players and it shouldn't be, but all the offseason move, Brad Stevens going upstairs. They brought in Emi Doka um, to be the new coach. And they're two and five. They're inconsistent as all hell. They cannot. They don't. Close the door yeah. on teams when they should, and they are losing to bad teams. It's very perplexing. Yeah, it's upsetting. Uh, this is my account. I will never say the windows close as long as they have Tatum and Brown, but like you said, it's not. It's closing. There's something going on, but I mean, as long as they have those two guys, they're going to be. They can win any game on any given night, but it's it's incredibly frustrating. <laughs> and the team looks, and I said this a bunch last year. The team looks soft. Uh, Somebody needs to get a fire in their belly. Maybe go trade for Jimmy Buckets or something. I don't know. That's not Just kidding. <laughs> don't trade for Jimmy Buckets. Um, who plays first, Ben Simmons or Kyrie? I'm going Ben. I'm going. I can't. See, I, these are the most perplexing characters in sports in general. Um, one guy. I won't think. Get a just shot. to be honest with you, real quick, I don't think. I don't think either of them want to play basketball anymore. I think Ben wants to play. I just like from I, a real. I think Ben wants to play. I just don't think he can handle the Philly crowd. And he's 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 petrified. He thinks he's Santa Claus, and they're gonna throw snowballs filled with batteries at him. <laughs> batteries. That's your that. Those are those are your people. Yeah, I love them. Um, I don't love them, but I love the <laughs> yeah, teams. I love them. I love the teams. Um, but yeah. So I think Kyrie plays first. I think Kyrie. I think eventually. What. I think Durant goes to Kyrie and just shoots him with the, the vaccine himself. He's I think Durant's just tired. <laughs> yeah, just hey man, what's going on? Ah! So little Ides of March situation. Julius Caesar and uh Okay, homie. there we go. So yeah, I think I think that's how it goes. All right. So the walk-off will be an essay portion. Um, I hosted, so I will go last. Joe. All right, Brennan. As I alluded to, I will do my walk-off. It is entitled Humanity. Now shut up. In team sports, we're told to check out. Let me start over. In team sports, we're told to check our egos at the door. And all the sacrifices are in service of the team. We're also told to look out for one another. Look out for your brother. And then no one person is bigger than the team. What was exposed this week, this past week, was that the Chicago Blackhawks put the team in front of the well-being of a player at all costs. Kyle Beach, who was before unidentified, was sexually assaulted by a video coach. He reported this to high-ranking officials within the team and was told that they'd address it after the playoffs. The Blackhawks went on to win the Stanley Cup and the HR and their HR gave the video coach, Brad Aldrich, the option of resigning or they'd look into the claim. He chose to resign, and because he was able to walk away, nothing stuck to his name. But everyone was aware of the 20-year-old who was assaulted, from the coach to the president of the team, and also the players who mocked and ridiculed him with anti-gay slurs. 
Aldridge was able to go on to Miami of Chicago, where he had to resign after accu- similar accusations of sexual misconduct and was then convicted after he did similar things to a high school student in Michigan, where he was again coaching hockey. If the Blackhawks were to have fired him with cause and looked out for Beach, Aldridge wouldn't have had the opportunity to coach at Miami of Ohio or at a high school in Michigan. The same could be said for the Larry Nasser case, where he assaulted at least 265 women while they were while he was the team doctor for Team USA gymnastics and employed by Michigan State University, or what just took place at or what just took place in the NWSL, where Paul Riley was able to leave the Portland Thorns after misconduct with some of his players, but because the reason was dis- never disclosed he was able to get another job within the same league and continue this destructive behavior. Players work their whole lives to get to where we know their names. They have given up more than we think of. They are constantly making choices that aren't the ones that we'd make. We all think we'd be world-class athletes, but we weren't willing to put in the time. I know I never truly did. We demand so much from them, but we demand nothing from these organizations and these leagues. So if the players are to check their egos at the door, who is looking out for their humanity? That was good. <clears throat> Thank you. Got me a little bit. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I've. I know you know this because you're a, a fan of the other podcast. But Daisy Tackett talks about it in one of her episodes that the big university that she went to, she was raped by like a third string long snapper. And then because it was a big division one school, she went to the athletic department and they just tried to bury it. And she's like, he's not even, he doesn't even start. What? what? (laughs) Yeah. Um, She talks about that on, uh, I think her first episode of X drinking buddy. Um, Anyway, Joe, shut up. You hear me? Dude, shut up. God, such a good accent. I'm so good at that. What will incentive somebody to shove after that walk off We're a team, Brennan. You gotta, you know. That was a, no, that was really good. We should clip that. Marcus, clip that, and then we're gonna put it up on the put it up on the Instagram. Put it on the socials. I'm being serious. Why are you laughing? Um I have no time to do that. <clears throat> All right, mine's called Common Thread. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> What does a guy from the Midwest who grew up in the 70s, a New Jersey 90s kid, and a Florida boy in his early 30s all have in common? No, this is not the start of some bit, although I wish it was. This is something I've been thinking about a lot because because of the abrupt passing of the guy from the Midwest and the Jersey kid this past week. The past 72 hours, this has consumed most of my thoughts for a big reason. I knew both men most of my life, and now they're just gone. David Reynolds was my father's best friend. They grew up together in Ohio, played sports together all through high school. And Dave even moved to Florida in the late 80s and early 90s when my dad was transferred there for work. I have known Dave my entire life. A few, th- a few of the things that I will remember most about him is when he, we would all get together for holidays. My father and he would reminisce on the good old days of football when men were men. None of this crybaby stuff. And Dave and my dad always told me different stories. Like a story when their coach would put his arm around them on the sideline. And I would think, oh, that's sweet. And then Dave laughing said, oh, no, he put his arm around you to pull you in closer. Your parents wouldn't see him punch you in the stomach. Then we would all laugh. There were countless stories like that. James was a little different, born in the 80s and grew up in New Jersey. I had known him for just about half my life. He was, for lack of a better term, my brother-in-law for about 15 years. When hearing about his passing within 24 hours of Dave, I had the same thought process. I just sat and let my mind wander wherever it wanted to. And of course, it came up with some great sports stories James used to talk about playing Pop Warner, how he would have been all world if his knees would have held up and how he was so fast. You had never seen someone so fast. I remember first meeting James and hearing him talk and talk about sports. He clearly loved everything about sport and competition. We all did. Now the two of them are gone, and the biggest thing left to remember them by is the stories we all shared with each other, be it the old school hard-nosed days of football in the 70s or the you-don't-get-it-no-one-could-catch-me stories of a boisterous Italian from Jersey. I know I will think back on these tales 
that they used to tell me with fondness and a smile on my face. Because, as often is the case, it is sports. Sport is the thing we all had in common. Boom. Boom, baby. Held it together pretty well there, buddy. Yeah, got all the way through until the very, 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 very end. (laughs) All right. Now it's time for... And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. All right, the press conference. We will peddle our wares. I am also do comedy. Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com is the website. Check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex. Drinking buddy. Kevin McCaffrey was on this past week. You know him from True TV's World's Dumbest. Um, I have Cody Lewis coming up next week. Uh, Big New York uh, runs the Hell Yeah comedy show. Big New York comedy guy. Um, Also, follow us at Cheering Press on all social media. Of course, check out Anulo.co for the other podcasts, especially Who Does a Pod, Joe's. Was Hamilton based? Now it's just kind of we're doing oh. music, baby. Hamilton makes the second season. Um, yeah, thanks, Brendan, for letting me get a bite in to eat there by doing those extra. Yeah, plugs. I saw that. Um, you can check me out on all social media at Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorva. You can check out my website, joedorva.com. You can check out the merch there in the store. You can also check out my music, TV and TV season two under the moniker Headphone Joe. No, oh, no, E. Brennan, why do we play? I forgot what I say because I need to eat. I my I need brain. You food. say, Brennan, get me out of here, and Brennan, then I go, get me out of here, so I can get something why, in my stomach. <laughs> this is why we play the game. Hello, hello. Huge shout out, David Reynolds, James DiCaprio. Gonna miss you. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.